Amazon plans to lay off approximately 10,000 people in corporate and technology jobs starting as soon as this week in what would be the largest job cuts in the company's history. The total number of layoffs remains fluid, but if it stays around 10,000, that would represent nearly 3% of Amazon's corporate uh, employees. Uh, today's news comes after a, sta- a string of tech layoffs, if you think about it. Meta, which is the parent uh, company to Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, announced last week 11,000 job cuts. Of course, you heard about Twitter uh, uh, eliminating 3,700 jobs. Lyft, the ride-sharing company, um, uh, last week said 700 jobs would be cut, or about 13% of its uh, staff. Um, an online payment giant Stripe has said it's cutting 1,100 jobs, or 14 percent of its staff. Shopify, which is a Canadian company, says it's cutting around uh, a thousand jobs. They announced that in July. Microsoft, even Microsoft, said they're cutting about a thousand jobs. Uh, and they announced that in October. Snap, which is the parent company to Snapchat, uh, said it's also cutting um, uh, jobs as well. And Tesla, earlier this year in June, said it's cutting 10% of its salaried employees as well. So what is the reasoning behind all this tech bloodbath. Joining me now is Andy Brewer, tech and digital expert at handyandymedia.com. Hello, Andy. Hi, Jazz. Hi. So walk me through this. What's causing all this? I think a lot of these companies, two things, Jazz. Mm -hmm. One is we relied on technology a lot during uh, the pandemic and especially during the lockdown. And a lot of these companies thought that that was the future, that we were just going to be all these wired in people buying everything using e-commerce. Um, But once the pandemic kind of ended and we started to come back out, we went back to our old ways. And so a lot of those kind of economic outlooks that they had went down. Now, you combine that with the inflation and the gloomy global outlook of the economy. I think those two things have really made it look uh, put the the writing on the wall that the future is looking kind of bleak and they need to trim and cut costs and try to make it through that um, and basically survive. Uh, is this a temporary thing, though? By temporary, I mean a couple of years and they'll be hiring these a lot of these folks back? Or do you think this is a case of some of these tech companies just maturing and don't need uh, the people like they did, let's say, 10 years ago when they're all growing by 50, 60, 70 percent a year? We see this trend a lot in tech for some reason, Jazz. When things are good, it is flying. You know, the, the abundance, the parties, the, the, they start hiring and trying to attract the top talent. And then when things look bad, they start cutting. And the thing about tech is the most valuable asset at a tech company is the talent. But it, time and time again, we've seen this over and over again, that when the bottom line finds a new bottom, mm-hmm. when, the, when there's dark clouds on the economic horizon, companies are willing to write off that investment, their talent, and kick them to the curb. And so the problem with this situation is a lot of these companies are also doing hiring freezes. So if you got laid off and all the other tech companies are on hiring freezes, so the big question is, what are they going to do? And the optimist in me, Jazz, thinks that a lot of them will start startups. You know, they have a lot of talent, a lot of people out there looking for work. They might get together and, you know, do that idea that they've always had in the back of their mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, in specific to Amazon, are you surprised, though, just speak before sort of the critical holiday shopping season that they make these cuts? They could have waited, uh, you know, a couple of months and, and then perhaps think about this rather than do it right now. Yeah, the, the Facebook and the meta, the, those layoffs don't really surprise me because Mark Zuckerberg is kind of out to lunch with this idea of the metaverse. But when Amazon, just before the holiday, starts cutting 10,000 of their workforce, when they typically increase their headcount to meet for the holiday demand, that just shows you that 
you know, there's trouble in the future. When Amazon is having trouble, trust me, all the other e-commerce uh, companies out there are having trouble as well. But most of their cuts, Jazz, are within their uh, their own divisions for their products. So their Echo line of products. They have been investing so much in these smart speakers, their voice assistant, Alexa, and trying to put all this R&D to make us all like addicted to these kind of voice assistants. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people just use it to get the weather, maybe play some radio, the news, or tell a dad joke. And so their idea of what that would do and how it would transform our lives hasn't really resonated with the average consumer. Now, for geeks like me, I use it all the time, but the average person is not. And so they're making cuts in those divisions because they actually lose money on those Echo devices, but they were willing to do that to kind of change our behavior. But that's just not happening. Yeah. I mean, I just, I've got, uh, actually got three of them in my house, the the the, the Amazon, um, the Alexas, and I think they're fabulous. They work well for me, uh, the ability to get the weather and news and not have to rely on the old fashioned alarm clock is just amazing. The sound is really good, actually, for those little things. But I, I, I'm going to assume they're low margin as well. Like they, they, they're, they're selling them at very thin margins, I'm assuming. Yeah. I, in most cases, they're not even making a profit on them. If you look at the little ones, those Echoes, they'll sell them for like $30. But they wanted us to have them in every room. They wanted us to create groups, turn our lights on and off. The, the one good thing I, I would say, Jazz, for anyone with the, uh, one of those Amazon Alexa devices is you can you set it up with a smart switch to turn your coffee maker on from bed. And that has been a game changer in my life. But unfortunately, a lot of people aren't taking advantage of that. And Amazon has been investing so much R&D into that. Now they're cutting back. They're starting to realize we're not making any money here. People aren't changing their behaviors. We're going to have to just stick to our core competency. And that's just selling stuff. And they've, they've cut those kind of divisions uh, with these recent layoffs. Wow. Hey, I want to ask you one question completely unrelated to this. And we've, we've We've done the, the tech conversation. We're doing this segment uh, uh, at 4.30, but I wanted to ask you, for Christmas season, uh, we've had an ongoing debate. This weekend, uh, this, uh, weekend I was looking at Instagram, and I noticed uh, there was a singer, Millie Bobby Brown, who was uh, putting up uh, decorations on her Christmas tree. And I'm not talking just starting. I'm talking this looked like Christmas Day. It was a beautiful scene, and they're running you know, the song from Mariah Carey, uh, and it sounded beautiful. When does Christmas begin for you? Because when I looked at that, there's lots of people commenting, going, way too soon, way too soon. When does when do you think it's okay to decorate uh, the home or put up a Christmas tree? Oh, well, see, for me, it's December 1st, and it has to be gone after New Year's. The day after New Year's, you know, when you're hungover, that's the day that you pack everything up and put it away and start off a fresh new year. So I, I'm not for that. I, I think it should be December for the month of December, and then gone right when the new year hits. Yeah, it was just November 12th, and like I said, it looked like it was Christmas Day. It was beautiful. Uh, even Mariah Carey commented on 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 her Instagram feed saying too early, too early. So I was very curious. We're going to have that conversation at 4.30, but I'm going to ask you for our guests. So thank you so much, Andy. Appreciate it, my friend. Thanks, Jazz.